Here at Miss Teacher Mom, we recognize the great privilege and responsibility that we have as parents to educate our children. Beyond math and phonics, this includes building their characters, molding their hearts, and reaching their souls. A burden too big to carry on our own. We'll talk through various topics, gain wisdom from others, and be encouraged by the truths found in God's Word as we seek to raise our children with eternity in mind. Today we're talking to Dana Stinson about the call to missional motherhood. Dana has been married to her husband, Randy, for 29 years, and they have eight kids ranging from 14 to 24 years old. Dana, thank you so much for taking time to talk to me today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Caitlin. Yeah, you guys currently are serving at Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary, but I met you through a biblical parenting class that I took with you several years ago at Southern Seminary. I am still convicted and encouraged by many things that you shared in that class, which is why I'm so thankful that you're chatting with us today. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I, um, I often say that when you have eight kids, um, you just get the opportunity as a mom to make a lot of mistakes. And um, I guess I'm just willing to share those in hopes that I can help somebody else not make those same mistakes. Yeah, and that's exactly what you've done, and I'm thankful for that. My family is, and I think the women listening will be thankful too. So today we're talking about the biblical call to missional motherhood, which is distinct to the Christian and so different from the view fed to us by the world and even our Christian culture sometimes. Can you speak to those differences? Well, absolutely. I I certainly will try, and there is nothing new under the sun and wonderful women um, out there in the Christian kingdom have written books ab- about this very subject. So, but I can speak and I hope to speak, um, practically just from what it might look like, um, for the average, you know, Christian mom, just like me. So 100%, I agree with you, Caitlin, that the world is busy feeding, uh, feeding us parenting strategies, statistics, tips, tricks, techniques, whatever, um, the experts of the day are telling all moms that, and families that we're to focus on certain things in order to produce successful and happy children. And a lot of times that looks like, I don't know, accomplishments concerning ourselves with education and the health and wellness of our child and, you know, exposure to the arts or travel or their social media status and a host of many other things. Um, But, and if we're honest, when I look around out there, the majority of information out there for young moms, whether it be print or any sort of you know, media outlet reinforces those ideas. And so when we come to the church, it's easy to see why those ideas sort of get melded in. Um, And it is clear to me, at least, that there are Christian families that are embracing um, those ideas that the secular world is putting out there, our families and our children don't really look much different, don't really sound much different, don't really act much 
different than the than the world. And I know that Christian moms and dads um, know the value of the spiritual component, and they want to parent their kids in the right way. And so um, many of them, of course, will take their children to church regularly and pray before meals in bed and, you know, send them to youth group and to the kids camp and all of those things, while at the same time sort of embracing some of those same ideas that the world um, is sending them through all sorts of messages. And so what happens, I think, is that there's sort of this blending, a hybrid, I guess I would call it a, a hybrid ap approach um, to parenting. And rather than understanding the call to missional motherhood, I think they, because it seems sort of abstract and they don't really know how to put it together practically, I think that what happens is they begin to focus their attention a lot of times on the things that they can control. And so what do I mean by that? That's like, well, they can 100% control how they educate their kids. And so they're focused on, you know, teaching them how to point out the Mona Lisa on a flashcard or, um, you know, find the state of Texas on a map when they're two years old and they are, you know, making sure that they have the right organic food and that they don't introduce sugar, how long they're waiting to introduce sugar into their kid's diet. And they make sure that they're documenting every single moment of their child's life and putting it on social media in exactly the right way to paint the exact right picture. And and they sort of do those things, I think, because it makes them feel like they're accomplishing, um, you, you know, accomplishing things for their for their kids. But I think ultimately, missional motherhood is is different because it actually liberates us from having to figure all that out on our own and wondering if what we're actually investing our time in is really best for our children. It frees us from that burden of having to find the perfect recipe for success and making sure that we do every single thing we can to make it happen. It's utterly exhausting. Because the mission of motherhood for the Christian mom is to make Christ known to our children and ultimately the world. And it's to make it known to them through our words and through our actions and through our teaching. And it actually gives us a greater, larger bigger vision than we could ever imagine on our own. So it allows us to recognize that our children are gifts from God and they're good and they're perfect gifts from him. And we are simply the stewards of that gift 
on earth and that our only hope for anything good in our kids' lives is not what we can do for them, but what Christ has already accomplished for them on the cross. And when we live that mission, our homes are radically transformed and radically different. So the world is telling us that we are to be child-centered and catered to their whims and emotions and make sure they're involved in all these things. But the Christian mom is not to carry that burden. She's free to serve the Lord and bring her children into that service in order to give them a glimpse into an authentic relationship with the Lord. And guess what? Along the way, um, because we are sinful as moms, we're going to have to be honest about our sin, about our struggle, and our dependence on Christ. And, And then the other side of that is recognize that we have to, in utter humility, because we know that we're sinners and we're struggling, in utter humility, we're given this assignment of being honest about recognizing the sin in our children's lives in order that we might be able to show them their deepest need. So then our priority in this mission is to care about the souls of our children more than their personal satisfaction or success. And so when you care about the soul of your children, then another massive difference shows up from the world. Because when you care about the soul of your children, you recognize, you you understand that your goal is to give them the gospel and show them what um, a life lived for Christ looks like and to make that attractive to them as much as you possibly can, well, then you recognize, right, that this just doesn't happen overnight. It's so missional motherhood involves a long parenting basically with the end, what you would pray that it would look like for your children with the end in mind versus what the world offers um, to parents are shortcuts and um, quick fixes because they know that we're exhausted and, you know, we just, we just want to be able to function during the day. And so they offer us all these things to help us feel better and to help us rid ourselves actually of responsibility and engagement with our children. But that is the exact opposite of what missional motherhood is about, because the Bible tells us in Deuteronomy that we're to teach our children diligently when we walk, when we lie down, when we rise up. And then the New Testament in Ephesians tells us that we are to bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. So we're not to be ridding ourselves of responsibility and trying to get this over with 
quick. No, we're concerned about the souls of our kids, and that requires an active and an intentional and a personal kind of parenting mission. And it requires for us as moms an obedience and an endurance and an, and faith. Um, and when all those things are present, then um, we're not looking for shortcuts. We are emboldened to follow through with really hard decisions that may, in fact, disappoint our children. So it wasn't fun for my kids to, you know, not get a phone like everybody else right away and not have a computer right away when they were teenagers. And, you know, um, and we did those things and had to explain to our kids that we're not trying to make you miserable, but we have a responsibility before the Lord and we're concerned about your soul. And we know that there are some things that right now you just, as much as you want them, they're not best for you. And we're, we're willing to have those conversations and disappoint our kids in the short term because we have confidence in the supernatural work of, of the Lord. And we know that the fruit of our labor is going to come later. And so I think that ultimately the world is telling us that, um, you know, all of these things are going to produce good fruit in our life. But I think probably the final thing I would say about missional motherhood is that for the Christian mom, we can know that um, what we're doing is, is going to bear fruit be, and be beneficial because the Bible tells us so. It's going to benefit us as mom moms is going to benefit our children and ultimately the kingdom. Um, Hebrews tells us that for us, you know, that discipline yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. And so, and for our children that, you know, when they are trained in this way, that they actually receive wisdom. And then Matthew tells us that the light of Christ and our good work are going to cause men to know him. So those are things that we can be sure of, that we can bank on. You know, what the world is telling us, if we spend our time doing those things, how do we know that, that they're going to pan out in equal successful children? What if we have kids that aren't smart enough to be educated and don't have enough talents to be super accomplished? And, you know, what if they don't want to be involved in the arts? And, you know, then what are you going to bank your hope on as a Christian? These are things that um, the Lord has told us are going to bear fruit and our children are going to benefit. Our homes are going to benefit. And um, what the world says should matter to us is, of course, of some earthly value, we're going to you know, put our kids in, in dance class and, and educate them and do all of these things. But what the Lord commands for us 
and calls us to is for our children's eternal good and ultimately his eternal glory. Amen. We're going to end the episode here in order to honor your time, but you'll definitely want to listen to the next episode where Dana shares how she's remembered the call to missional motherhood over the last two and a half decades, as well as some other practical tips. I hope that today's episode was a blessing to you. Did you know that I've also written a handful of children's books? You can check those out at MissTeacherMom.com. And please join us next week for another episode on the Miss Teacher Mom podcast.